Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On, a PFF college football show. I'm your host, Max Chadwick, and on this show, we interview some of the biggest superstars around the sport, and this one is my favorite one yet. Michigan running back Donovan Edwards, who, as big of a superstar as he is on the field, he's an even bigger one on the mic, man, and he is a terrific player on the field. In my opinion, he's a top 10 running back in college football. He was the number three running back prospect in PFF lead draft analyst Trevor Sikama's rankings for the 2024 NFL draft. He led all power five running backs last year, averaging 7.1 yards per carry and his 87 PFF grade last year tied for fifth in that same group. So I cannot wait to show you guys this one. As always, check out the feature article I did on Donovan Edwards. It dropped today, actually, over at pff.com. And a major, major thank you to Dave Sofaro, who sets up every single one of these interviews. And we've got plenty more still to come. So please hit that subscribe button. But without further ado, here he is, Michigan running back, Donovan Edwards. My first question I want to ask you, dude, you were like this super highly rated recruit coming out of high school, but yet your freshman and sophomore year, you mentioned before, you weren't even like the guy at your yeah. high school those two years. What was it like? Did you have to like be patient, you know, during those first couple of years? Yeah, I, I like that you asked that question. Uh, I'm always used to like, I was always used to like being the man. I know like Coach Bellamy said it in an interview one time before, but my whole career, I've always like been the man, not my freshman year, but like in high school, but like my sophomore, junior, senior year, I was like growing into being the man. And then when I got here, it was like just a humbling experience, you know, because it's like I'm not the man no more. And it has also shown me like to have patience, you know, and like it's given me the opportunity to like really look at myself and reflect to myself like in order to get where I want to be at, it's not going to be the way I want it to be. You know, so, like, I just have to work hard, you know, regardless of where I'm at on the depth chart, how talented people are in front of me. Like, I just have to do what I can to, like, be the best version of myself, you know, and to give everything I got for uh, not only for myself, but for the team, you know, because, like, when my number is called on, like, I have to be able to produce, you know, I can't mm-hmm. go in there with, like, not knowing my past protections. I can't go in there. Uh, like not running the ball well. Like I gotta be able to not have a drop off when like Hassan was here and like how how it is like with me and Blake. Like it can't be a drop off. So yeah, I love that, dude. So other thing I wanted to ask you too. You came out of West Bloomfield, Michigan. Was it always like a foregone conclusion for you that like, hey man, I know I got an Alabama offer. I got offers from every school in the country, but I'm always gonna be a Wolverine no matter what. No, it was never like that. Um. Uh, I was always, like, interested in, like, other programs, you know? Like, I was, like, really, like, uh, I was, like, I didn't want to, like, I was never a Michigan fan growing up. Mm-hmm. Never was. Like, I was always an outlier because everybody around me is Michigan fans. It's like, well, I like Michigan State. Well, I like Ohio State, you know? But then, you know, uh, just by the glory of God, you know, like, I end up here uh, at a, a well, a great prestigious and a great university with amazing people and amazing fans. And it's like, like the thing I was just talking about, like, you know, like you don't know what's going to happen until you go through it. Like I started to fall in love with Michigan. I love being here in Michigan, although like, I was never a fan of Michigan growing up. So what made you decide on Michigan over, say, a Penn State coming mm-hmm. out of high school? 
Well, one because like you know they were coming off a two and four a two and four season, mm-hmm. and B like I want to go somewhere, and like this goes for the next level too. I want to go somewhere where like they're not doing so great. You know what I'm saying? Like where they're you know like nobody's like rooting for these. Nobody's rooting for this team, or like nobody's like thinking that they could do it. And like when I like me and my class when we got here, we start winning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I like I like that you know I like being the underdog I like being the underdog and it's like don't be a fan like when we start turning it up you know what I'm saying don't do <laughs> it absolutely dude <laughs> absolutely so the uh, thing I love oh, oh, asking my bad my bad I got another another way to answer that too yeah go ahead as well it's like I saw what the like what my class was capable of and I saw like if my class bought into you know like what. Josh Ross, Aiden Hutchinson was preaching to us mm-hmm. like we were going to be where we are now. You know what I'm saying? And that's uh, contending for a championship, a national championship, you know? Absolutely, man. So the other thing I want to ask you, too, obviously, you know, your freshman year, Hassan Haskins, Blake Corum are in front of you. Last yeah. year, Blake Corum was in front of you. Uh, how have you been patient? You know, th- you know, you're patient in high school for your first two years. You have to be patient now your first two years. Has patience really been like that important to you throughout your whole career? No, nah, it hasn't. Actually, like this, um, recently, like I really embodied it, you know, like I, things aren't going to go my way. Like, like I, I, like there was like times after the games where like I cried because like I'm not playing as much, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I can do it. I know that I'm capable, but it's like, I feel is like, I'm not, I understand like we got to win and, you know, Hassan has experience, Blake has experience. Hassan had more experience, you know, he's playing a lot. And then, you know, Blake was kind of in the role, like how I was in last year that, uh, you know, like they're not relying on me. They're more so relying on these two guys. We're like, you know, like, I'm like, I like start crying because it's like, I know I can do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm not getting in. So it's like, what can I do to continue to like get on the field? And that's my number one thing. It's like, I want to compete. Like I want to be on the field. I want to do everything. I can't possible to help the team win. And it's like when I can't do it, when I feel I'm not in a position to be able to help help compete and help the team win, you know, it's like, you know, like you just be like, damn, like, like it, it just irks you, you know, mm-hmm. and it makes you work harder. So that's wow, where like pa- that's where the patience and the patience and like looking, not being in despair or like not being in despair or complaining that you know like you got other people ahead of you but it's like you got to work harder you know what i'm saying absolutely man but honestly when you got your shot last year and blake unfortunately went down with that injury you went freaking nuts dude in those last three games you're for like over 500 yards against some of the best yeah. defenses you played all year too how ready were you you know for you know you never want an injury to blake obviously but how ready were you at that moment like all right man it's my time now to shine i always i always um i always prepare myself like I'm going to be the man, you know. I always prepare myself like I'm going to be the starter. So it's never, you know, like I hated that, you know, my time came because Blake got hurt, you know. Although like, I was still having a a pretty good uh season before, you know, like 500 yards in three games, whatever, whatever. But I always prepare myself for that, you know. Like I always mm-hmm. prepare myself to rise to the occasion, no matter what's going on with me. I had a broken thumb and a torn patella tendon. It doesn't mean anything, you know, like I got to do everything I can possible to help the team win. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
practicing on a broken thumb. Like it doesn't matter. Like I, it's always you got to be able to rise to the occasion that's given to you. Like I've been looking for an opportunity, you know, to to showcase myself, and I just accepted it and I completed the challenge when it was given to me. Hell yeah, dude! So I want to talk about Blake Corum too. What is your relationship like with Blake? My bad. You're good, dude. No worries. Um, uh, our relationship is is strong. Uh, we actually, me and him, actually talked about like, like literally like three, four days ago that we have to have our relationship stronger you know, for the team aspect. And me and JJ actually talked about it today, too, about our relationship. Like, we've always had good relations. I've always had good relationship with those two, but it's like it has to be more now this year, you know, not just for our aspect, but, like, for the team aspect because once the team looks at looks at us, at us three in particular, like, they're going to rise, too, because they look at us, you know, as the leaders. You know, they look at us as, like, what are these guys doing these guys are doing this, so I have to do this as well, you know. And it's like if we build what me and Blake were talking about, and JJ, he this was me and Blake talked about it, and me and JJ talked about it at a different time. But basically, the same, it all tied into the same thing. That like whatever we're doing, the team is looking at it. So it's like if we build our relationship, you know, like I see Blake going, he gets like you know what I'm saying a fantastic run, a, a touchdown. I'm going crazy on the sideline. And it's going to be vice versa for him, for mm-hmm. me, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, with JJ, um, you know, like, we need each other, you know, like, he needs to throw me the ball, I need to catch the ball, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we have to all, all three of us have to have trust within each other, you know, and like that correlates to the whole team because, you know, like, they're looking at us as, as the leaders of the team. Absolutely, dude. So I was going to ask you about JJ too. What makes JJ so special? And then going back to Blake too. What makes Blake so special too? Uh, I'll start with I'll start with JJ. Um, it's just like willingness to like want to do whatever is like at hand. Uh, it's just <laughs> it's just like he he he's willing to do everything at all costs. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what makes him special. Like you know. He's you could see like on the film that like when he's like he's not running to like like he's running he's like a running quarterback and like he's not afraid to like get hit you know what I'm saying like some other quarterbacks you know they're gonna slide like no like he's gonna take the hit you know what mm-hmm. so he used to be a hockey player so he embraces the toughness and like getting the extra yards and with Blake it's the same thing um his determination, his willingness to, you know, always do, always do extra, always do more, always compete. You know what I'm saying? Always take like extra steps and extra stride to, you know, like one, to be the best version of himself and like two, to give back to the community as well. So that's what makes them both special. I love that too. So I was going to ask you too, what do you think separates you from other top running backs around college football? Oh, that's a dumb question. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just playing, but uh, it's like my my patience, my yeah. patience is, is is impeccable, you know, like, and my ability to like hit us like the smallest of holes and like mm-hmm. squeeze through it and like break through, you know, it's second to none. And I'm, I say I am the best uh, like dual threat running back. Like I'm yep. catch, I'll, I'll catch a ball fifty yards down the field over the shoulder. 
I'll play slot receiver. You know what I'm saying? I'll be the best slot receiver in the country <laughs> if I was if I was like really uh mastering that craft of being a slot receiver, which I am this year. So you know, like and I don't drop balls. Like you there wasn't one ball that I dropped in my whole career besides like one game. I think it was Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a great pass, you know what I'm saying? Like, I <laughs> but besides that, like, you don't see maybe like, you know, I could like improve like my, you know, like uh, I get hit and like continue to drive my feet. Yeah, I can improve that. But like anything else, like you can't look at my game and be like, oh, that's that's weak. You mm-hmm. can't look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like I have great vision. I have great patience. I have a great burst. What separates me as well as like my receiving ability, like. Yeah, you you can't you can't put a a, a corner or a, you can't put a linebacker or a safety on me. Shit, you might have to double team. You know what I'm saying? You might have to put your best corner on me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That takes away <laughs> my ability. Would take away from Cornelius Johnson Six's ability. So now it's like he'll get open. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about me, though. I love that. I knew all of that about you too. So I just wanted to hear from you for that, yeah. man. But oh, another yeah. question I, uh, the questions I love asking players is what do you think is the best play that you've made in your career so far? The one I would go for you, that Purdue big 10 yeah. championship game run, dude, that game, that was, that was freaking absurd, man. What would you say Which is your one? best play? The, uh, the first one when you broke out of like three tackles and then reached over the goal line as of what I would go. It was with. about seven. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Nah, that that <laughs> play right there is like a glimpse of everything that I can do, you know. What up, baby? <laughs> it's the, you know, like the ability to see a, a blitzing linebacker and like split a linebacker and then make a cut on the safety and like have contact balance, yeah. you know what I'm saying, strength to get to the goal line. You know, that's just like one little play that has everything that I'm able to do in one play right there. Absolutely, man. Yeah, my man, my kind of guy. <laughs> That's what I know, man. I, I wasn't going to mention any Penn State ones, man, because I didn't want to bring up those again to bring oh, up some bad memories for me. But <laughs> 16, 16 rushes for 170. I, Donovan, I don't want to hear about it, man. I don't want to hear about it. If you can uh, if you can sit out that Penn State game this year, I'll be very appreciative of that, man. Nah, no, no good. No good. That's a big thing. All right. No I, I want you to be 1,000% honest with me on this question. When Blake announced on the Rich Eisen show that he was coming back, was there a tiny part of you that was like, "Man, come on, dude! I gotta wait another year to be the uh, the lead running back again." I mean, of of course, of course, but yeah, it's just like, bro, go to the league. You know, <laughs> I tell I tell him that it's like, bro, go to the league. You know, like our our running our career spans that aren't long. You know, like, bro, you have already had like three hundred. Plus carries in your <laughs> career. It's like, bro, go to the league, bro. Yeah. From my own selfish standpoint, though, it's like it helps me because it's like it's not putting a lot of strain on my body. Mm-hmm. And I could do the same thing for him, you know. Yeah. And I've always wanted to go into college with like two good running backs, you know. Mm-hmm. So like neither of us have to put strain on our bodies. Okay. But yeah, I'm like, but he because he told me like two hours, three hours before he announced it. Uh-huh. I'm like, dog, bro, go to the <laughs> bro. <laughs> I would be the same way, man. Especially looking at you, you're like probably a top five to ten running back in the country. You could start anywhere else in the country. So, like, the fact that you're still a number two back, like, quote-unquote the number two back is is hilarious, dude. Did yeah. you ever – I wanted to ask you, too. Did you ever, like, consider 
leaving Michigan and transferring and going somewhere where you could be the guy for, for a team. Because you could be the guy for almost anyone else in the country, man. Oh, 100%. But no. Nah, because okay. regardless of Blake came back, I'll be the man here, you know. But I always want, like I said, I always want two running backs, you yeah. know. And you got the best two in the country, man. And probably the best – you look at that uh, that Georgia room they had with Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. Like, that's what I think Michigan could have next year between you and Blake, man. So, I'm, I'm excited for that for 100%. sure. Do you feel like, though, you and Blake are, you know, by far the best duo in college football? That's a dumb question. <laughs> if you have – I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> if you have if you have a Heisman Trophy contender, yep, another person that has damn near 1,000 yards, mm-hmm. which I – I like to say I blame Coach Moore for not giving me more touches in the second <laughs> half of the TCU. And I didn't play like three games, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yes, you are. I, I You are the best. I just want to hear from you. I just wanted to hear from you that, that you are the best, for sure. Um, hey, but let's listen, be honest here. Yeah, no, it's, it's easy, man. Um, so, obviously, again, you know, you're the number two back, but you've mentioned before in past interviews how you're looking at that 2024 NFL draft right now. Yeah. Are you already kind of eyeing it a little bit heading into your junior year? A hundred percent, but also have to be where my feet are. Like, yeah, I can't be where I want to be, and that's like a number uh, – a first overall draft pick if, like, you know, I'm not producing here and I'm not doing everything, you know, like taking care of my body, playing a whole season healthy, which I've never done here yet. Mm-hmm. Like if I can't play a whole season here healthy, then it's like that will deprive of my draft stock, and that will be my only downfall. You know, like I could do everything, everything really above good and great and excellent. Mm-hmm. But the only thing, like for me, is just the staying healthy part. Absolutely, so, man. If I could do that, and like you know, like too, if we go to like the national championship, then everybody's going to eat when it comes to the NFL draft. So. Mm-hmm. That's the main goal is just just winning games so everybody can eat. Dude, I was just going to bring that up. So I mentioned before I'm a huge Penn State fan, so I don't love seeing Michigan succeed. But, dude, when I look at your roster, I'm picking you guys to win it all next year, knock on wood. Uh, What do you think this Michigan Wolverine team is capable of, though? The only way that we will lose is if we beat ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, like, there should be no reason, like, why – we can't buy into everything that we talk to each other about and just like winning, winning the day to day and not looking actually like me, myself, I, I like called up an offensive like group after practice. And it's like, if we want to win a national championship, like we can't look five to six months ahead down the road when we can't win today. Yeah. You know, so it's like, we got to be where our feet are. Every single day, like I'm not worried about the defense because the defense is the number one defense in the country, and we can't win without uh, a great defense. You know what I'm saying? Like the 2020, 2021 Georgia team, how like they were like the number one defense mm-hmm. and like a, a fantastic offense. But it's like us as an offense, it's like if we can't win today, like we could kiss all that stuff goodbye. You know what I'm saying? So we just have to win the day today and not look a week, two weeks, three weeks ahead. Because the first game is against ECU, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's not the national championship game. It's not the Big Ten championship game. It's not the game. It's not the biggest rivalry game against Ohio State, you know? So it's like, we got to take week one. We got to win week one. We got to win week two. We got to win week three, et cetera, et cetera, to be able to, to reach our goal to win a national championship. 
Yeah. And another thing I love about you guys, you guys have some of the best assistant coaches in the country, which is going to be big because Jim Harbaugh is probably going to miss the, the first few weeks of the season. Are you guys prepared uh, for those first four games without Jim Harbaugh potentially? Oh, uh, absolutely. Because whatever it is, you know, whatever the um, the NCAA says, like he will always want us to like do our best, whether he's there or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has Michigan in his blood and, you know, he's always going to support us whenever. So it's like we have to win for ourselves, for him too. But like we got to do it for us, you know. Like we got to win to to keep those to keep those goals in mind. You know what I'm saying? But I think I think we'll be we'll be fine because like he's already prone us into a great mentality. So it would just be a it would just be a glimpse of his coaching, you know. Yeah. Like if he's there, if he's there or not, you know, we're still we're still winning. So absolutely. Another question I want to ask you. So obviously your first two years at Michigan, Michigan had the number one offensive line in the country. I still think they have the best offensive line in the country. How much fun is it running behind that, that offensive line you guys got there? Even, even better this year, but they make the job 10 times easier. You know, it's like if you, uh, you can't miss the hole. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not there, which is okay. You know, this football, but, more often than not, eight times, nine times out of ten, like there's always something there, and that's why I came to Michigan too, because I realized like their their offensive line is is way better than like other colleges. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you can't miss the hole. You know what I'm saying? Like it's too big to not hit the hole, and if Absolutely. you don't hit the hole, you suck. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And they, they give some huge holes for you guys there, man, for sure. But man, uh, uh, there's a couple more questions if you don't mind. But when you finally become a lead back, whether it be in college or it's probably going to happen in the NFL too, what should we expect from Donovan Edwards? That I'll, that I'll go down as one of the greatest running backs to play the game. I'll be up there with like Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, and I believe that I'll revolu- I will revolutionize the game and the position at running back for how I run my routes how I how I play as a running back and like how I could play it a receiver too, you know. And I feel like this is the perfect time like for myself specifically because the NFL wants running backs to catch that can catch. Mm-hmm. It's like if the if the NFL is gonna have to play if the NFL wants a linebacker to guard a running back, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, like good luck guarding me. So I feel like I revolutionized the game, man. I'll show, like, if you want, I, I see, like, how all the, all the like, stuff with the running backs is going on right now, how they're not getting paid. But I believe, like, I'll get paid for how, mm-hmm. how I played, how I played the game. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, dude. I love that. So what's your why, man? What drives you to get out of bed every morning? Oh, the grace of God. Honestly, like. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know like what I would do or how my lifestyle would be if I didn't wake up every day knowing that I had something to do. Like, and that's like playing football, you know, and that's being the best version of myself. I don't know what I would honestly do. So my, my why is God, honestly, mm-hmm. that's to, um, to like preach his name, to give back to people and to do right by, to do right by people. That's my why. And the fact that um the fact that like I'm on the platform to like play football and people watch me and know who I am and I'm able to do these things that I have the opportunity to do is my why. It's to, yeah, to people and to 
to praise like God's to praise God's name, you know, in front of millions of people, millions of hundreds, one on one people. I love that, man. And then another one I want to ask you is that there are a lot of kids who look at you right now and say, man, where Donovan Edwards is, that's my hero. That's the guy I want to be when I grow up. What advice would you give to those kids out there who who want to be just like you when they get older? No doubt. I say three things. Always believe, always believe in yourself or believe in God, believe in what you want to believe in. Um, be like, be grateful to your parents, be righteous to your parents, love your parents and uh, always strive to be the best version of yourself. Life is never going to go your way. And I I realized that early. It's never going to go your way. And it's a battle. It's a test. Everything that we go through is a test. So it's a it's a te- it's like a school test. You know, it's either you pass or you fail. So if you if you recognize what you're going through and you get over it, you're passing, you're doing something right. Uh another message is just do right by people, you know, like you never know who you're going to run into, you know, you never know who's watching you. And if you're a good person to people uh, like, yes, like, like you're going to be blessed, but you should want to do it for yourself. You know, you should want to like be grateful until the until like the earth that we're living going together, you know, and mm-hmm. that's like being good to people, being good to animals, being good to like all living things. You know what I'm saying? Like, just. Just be righteous, you know? Absolutely, man. Last question I want to ask you. Obviously, you, you mentioned before in past interviews how important your dad has been in your life. What has your relationship been like with your dad, and, and how has he helped you get to where you are now? Um, He's helped me to, like, have a mentality to do right by people, you know, like, to be educated, to have good grades, but more so, like, be righteous to people, like, how my mom died when I was two years old. There's not many men, you know, like regardless if they have a mother or not, like if they have a mom, they wouldn't even like take care of the child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my dad really stepped up to the plate. You know, he could have, he could have did anything he wanted. He could have abandoned my brother and I, but he always stuck by us, you know, like, yeah, like we go through things, you know, problems or whatever. But at the end of the day, he's, he's always given us love, you know, he always given us love that he probably never knew that he had in him, but like he's always done that. And he's always supportive. He's always there for me and my brother, regardless of like what's going on. You know, like he always comes to my games, whether it's away, home, even well, even when I wasn't playing that much. Like, I don't think he recognizes like how grateful that I am that like he just always supported me. Like, even though, like, he's always busy, like, he always makes time for me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm forever grateful for him and blessed that he's my father. Donovan, I got to tell you, man, I've done a lot of these interviews. This is hands down the best interview that I've ever done, man. So I'm excited to watch you this year. Uh, I'm not excited for that Penn State game. But other than that, man, I think you're going to be an absolute superstar. No matter who is in front of you, man, you're an absolute superstar. And after you put on the gold jacket in the NFL Hall of Famer, man, I think there's a uh, there's a world for you in the sports media game if you ever want to get into it too, man. No, no. Terrific on the mic. Sam Webb told me the same thing. (laughs) That's something I might have to take into consideration. Just don't take my job, man. As long as you don't do that, it would be pretty cool. But you're the the absolute man, dude. And best of luck for this upcoming season. I, I appreciate you, Max and David. I appreciate y'all having me on here, man.